Previously on Live at 605. Hamilton showed up, yeah. which means we're getting this much closer to writing the um, Constitu- U.S. Constitution, which is fierce. One of the fiercest things in U.S. history. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. From uh, a climate change heat wave. What do they call it? The heat dome or something? Yeah, shit? it's the op- exact opposite of the polar vortex. Yeah. It is a scorching 40 degree Toronto. This is episode 3 of season 12 at Live at 605, and I'm your podcaster, Val. I'm your boy, John, over here, and I've never seen you with such good sitting posture. I know. I'm actually having to sit upright perfectly as opposed to my usual. Um, which I'm called slouching self, right? <laughs> uh, just by nature of the microphone we're using for this recording. Yeah, and uh, episode three, and we started off this season with good intentions, where we recorded the first two episodes about five weeks ago, and then yeah. we didn't record anything, and now it's like, oh, we have a new Holy episode shit. coming out in two days. We better but, record some shit. But it's also just because it's been so insanely busy. I, I literally just looked at our calendar for July, and I'm like, how did we do all this? Yeah, I know. It's uh, I have a bunch of notes, and some stories I'll condense. Some stories we'll give the full uh, mm-hmm. lingo to. But um, why don't we start off, since we have so much things to talk about, and just let everyone know how they can get in contact with you. Yeah, if you guys uh, want to get in contact with me and see what we've been up to on Instagram and Twitter, it's ValGomez23. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malincamp. And how's your Instagram game been? It's still exactly the same. I I got a, a lot of followers and then I lost a lot of them. So I'm wondering if they're just like, they're not sex bots, but they're like probably like promotional people. They're not like gotcha. people I know. I get like six new sex bots followers a day on Instagram, mm-hmm. but then they're all like deactivated by the, by the next morning. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I'm at 93 followers, Whoa. which is... It's like, can I just get seven more people to fucking follow me on Instagram to get Maybe me to Maybe don't Instagram? insult them. No, well, it, it goes back to, like I've said, mm-hmm. I have the most disrespected Instagram Your in Instagram all of, game in all has the been world. so good. Yeah, I'm looking at, right here, I'm looking at this picture. What is this? It's you, well, that's not me. This picture right here is you sitting first row yeah. of the Blue Jays game. Yeah. What was, was that, seven likes? Yeah. Like, that bullshit. Here's a picture of me, John Fogarty, artistically... Uh, pick collage. Pick collage. Well, I got 21 likes, so that's pretty good. I was about to say, that's like usually like 20 more than you usually get. All right, but I'm still saying these How are... How do people follow these are 50 you? 50 like posts. How do people follow you? I told them, Alan Kim. Okay. And then facebook.com slash live605. A lot of people like the picture I just posted on there. Mm-hmm. From the story last week where we had a heated debate about whether or not... Being attacked by a spider in a bathroom is podcast story worthy. Yeah. And I mean, look at this picture. Lots of people liked it. It's a picture of the spider. Oh my god! No, it's so dumb. Look at that! Look at that yellow it's spider. So dumb. Anyways, until you have a spider attack, it's the most vulnerable I've ever. It been was in my the life. most ridiculous story. I actually found it more hilarious talking about the toilet phone. What was the toilet phone? The fact that you brought your phone to the bathroom. Yeah, and everyone brings their phone to the bathroom. Toilet phone? Toilet phone. Yeah, well, well, how do people uh, get a hold of us on iTunes? Uh, Make sure when you're not on the toilet, you leave us a comment on our iTunes page because every comment you leave for us pushes us back 
into the news and noteworthy. Exactly. So before we get into sponsorships and stuff, one of your biggest issues with me, among yeah. the many you have, yeah. was about iTunes, right? What yes. was your issue with, with so, uh, me and okay, iTunes? Okay, so it was actually really funny. Um, a lot of our friends um, and new friends, they obviously have like a lot of interest in the podcast. But my common battle cry to them is when they find out that we do a podcast, yeah. but they haven't met you yet, they're like, oh, is that you on the cover art? Yeah. And I'm like, it is. And then they're like, oh, but your name is not on the iTunes page. And I was like, oh, you know, it's not. And then they're like, it's funny because for 12 seasons, I've only been in maybe six covers, even though I designed them all, seasonal included. And then I'm like, hey, it'd be so nice if John could just include me on the iTunes page, 100% knowing how most things for Apple are simple. And, you know, I just thought maybe it's like an edit menu. You just click retype, and then you add my name. John, literally, it was like, no, Val, this is impossible. It's, it's really hard. <laughs> it's in the dark recesses it, of the internet. It really is difficult. You know, I've looked at it. I've tried it before. I shit you not. John, what happened this week? Well, here, here's a few things to uh, the point. I appreciate all the fantastic cover art you do, as yeah. you're one of the best graphic designers I know, among, among other great qualities of yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when this thing first started out, it was just me on my own doing the damn thing. So I didn't Even really though I was a- on all the first how many episodes? Well, out of the first 12 episodes, you were in like seven. But I, <laughs> I tried to do it on my own. I got attacked by aliens. If people want to listen to episode 12 ever, I got attacked by aliens. Okay. Remember? Anyways, and then so I appreciate what you do, but you don't you gotta understand. Yeah. To get it from this microphone to that Computer. garage band, yeah. to then get it onto iTunes around the world, it's insanely difficult. USB? Well, no, it's a whole thing. To internet. A whole thing I gotta do. Okay. Which is fair, but yeah. what I'm asking is to just change yeah. but it, to include my name. It's not as easy as going to like iTunes.com or Potomat.com and just hitting edit. Like I said, I had to go through the dark recesses of the internet. Okay. And all you gotta do is ask and ask. Oh, I did for years. Years. You asked me once last week. That's not true at all. Either way, if everyone, everyone right now listening to this, go to iTunes and type in Live Six Hundred Five. And what do you see right here now? I can't. You're shaking. Let me put my finger in your mouth again. What do you see? I'm so gross. What do you see? Hey, it's my name. You're on there. So, why am I second? Why are you second? You're lucky I let you on this. It thing. should be me first. It should be you first. Yeah. Uh, just like your favorite band, me first. And gimme, gimme. You got it. Either way, all you gotta do is ask, and I'll give you what you want. So okay, there you so go. No, I'm not gonna make you first. <laughs> what? Because it always John and Val, Val and John. It, well, we kind of sound good going both ways, but people don't come. They don't download the podcast because they see your name first or my name first. It's like it's... Uh, my parents are calling. Pause. Uh, I don't remember what we were talking about, but moving on. <laughs> uh, well, I think it was just about how all the good things I've done for you. Yes, all the good well, things. Here, here, I'll let you... So we might as well get in the sponsorship. Do you have one this week? <laughs> so, uh, no. You said it was about last week's episode, or the first episode. About the first episode. Oh, Yeah. So my sponsorship, this is just not going to be a podcast of all the things you do badly. Yeah, even though <laughs> even though I record, edit, put your name on here. Even though I design, shoot, yeah, create. Create, record. I created this thing. 
calm slow your old dude <laughs> right anyways so please, my sponsorship not... of the week is sponsorship of the week i felt like okay i don't listen to a lot of podcasts correction you listen to one podcast <laughs> which I've one is that to, uh, it's our own <laughs> And so, not in a narcissistic way, just in a I don't have time way. You're the Kanye West of podcasting. I am, but I also like to listen to our own podcast because then I can actually improve the way we actually do the podcast. For instance, if you listen to me in season one, I made that weird sound effect every time I talk and be like, hey, John, how's it going? <laughs> so, I've yeah. now cut that out. Um, but then the other side of it is... as. I feel like over the seasons, we've had such great rem- momentum of you including all these um, sound effects and stings yeah. in between different segments. And so the one thing I thought for the premiere episode um, was that you were going to include, when I listened to it, every time I said, I can't remember what it was, like the rules? Um, Rule number one, don't do this. No, that's Ikea. And I gave, if you listen you, to last I haven't listened to last week's, but I can't remember what the first episode was, but I thought you would have given me stings, right. and I literally gave, like, a like a pause, like, and I was just like, cue up the sting, and then nothing. And so, to me, it's like, you know, sometimes you dedicate, like, 25 minutes to a fucking spider on the wall. Yeah. Right? But, like, my actual stories, nothing. Well... That one I remember forgetting to do it mm-hmm. because I always I have the notebook right now and I wrote I write mm-hmm. down the stings. Mm-hmm. If I didn't write down the time and the name of the sting, mm-hmm. there's a ninety five percent chance it's not going in. So that's why I forgot to do that. Like that, that's on me mm-hmm. for sure. Who else would it be? I don't know, Frankie maybe. <laughs> but Frankie, if you actually listen, or if you end up listening to episode two of season twelve of Live at Six Hundred Five, you'll remember that you talked. I gave you. Uh, I set you up for a huge story about Ikea, which was very well received yeah. and people liked. But if you listen to it, you have tips. And I gave you some of the best stings I've ever produced for those tips. So I think I kind of... Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you say there's another issue you had? <laughs> you can't remember. I remember you said you had two issues and that one of them was the stings, but you never told me what the second issue I don't was. remember what the second one was, John. Well, then that would be your sponsorship of... A week. Sponsorship of the week. I have a sponsorship that happened like three. Can I, I might as well just tell two and one. Obviously. Because they they happened not on the same day, but doing the same thing. Mm, doing my damn thing. So this mm-hmm. let me get into my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. Now even just today, it's so this is kind of jumping ahead, but my dad was down a couple weeks ago. We had a lot of fun with him. And I remember. One point we were sitting on the balcony having a couple of drinks and we were just mm-hmm. talking about whatever it was and mm-hmm. he's like, oh yeah, you know, he's like, I just want to make sure you guys are like safe in Toronto. He's like, you never, do you ever feel nervous or scared or worried walking the streets? Because we live right downtown. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, no, it's just kind of being aware. And I'm like, even though there's been times like, uh, I don't know, like earlier this year, someone had a machete in a very populated area and yeah. started hacking up people, this and that. But I'm like, no, I never really feel scared. Uh, and fast forward to this actually I never even told my dad this story this happened before he asked me this question mm-hmm. so I was going to work a few weeks ago early in the morning I guess I left around 8.30 or whatever or 8 o'clock whatever the hell time I leave around here mm-hmm. and we have there's wait what? well okay 8.45 I don't know what time I leave 8 8.30 go fuck yourself you leave at like 9 9 <laughs> no 
hell are you talking about? <laughs> like zone out for one minute and you fucking you wake up at eight. Yeah, I wake up at seven fifty one. I hit snooze twice for twenty minutes because. I need... <laughs> okay, so that correction. You wake up at eight ten. Yeah, but I also take about five minutes to get ready. I do a five minute shower, two minutes. <laughs> then why do you lie? Because I don't. I can't think of the time. I'm hungry. You, you it's hot outside. Seven fifty one, pretty accurately. Yeah, because that's the same time every morning. But going to work could be different every day. Could Nine minutes. <laughs> Could be eight forty. Could be eight fifty. Could be eight thirty. Who knows that, that the hell time I leave? Okay. But I'm walking to work at like seven forty five in the morning, and yeah. it. I was just seeing if you caught on there. Oh, I did. <laughs> Don't you worry, right? So. Yet you forgot earlier this week. I made sure to leave with you, which is a very sweet thing to do because we rode in to work twice this week. That's because you're a gentleman sometimes. Exactly. So, and I should do it more often because there's an alleyway that. We both <laughs> walk through. Yeah. And it's not, it's not, it's not sketchy. It's not sketchy or scary. Like lots, everyone kind of cuts through it because it comes yeah, off a popular quicker. street. Uh, sometimes there's sketchy people in there, but it's never right in the middle. It's usually at the start of it. Yeah. And if there's anyone who looks sketchy, we just don't walk through it because we're safe like yeah. that. Uh, for whatever reason, I walked through this dangerous alley and I didn't stop. And, but I never felt, oh, yeah, I for some reason, I didn't feel threatened. I think it's because the, so what happened was I was, I started walking through the alley, yeah. and it's I'm walking, and all of a sudden I see someone at the very end, which is next to a very popular, uh, busy street. Yeah. And his pants are around his ankles, white ass just flopping in the wind. Yeah. And he has a little knife, and he's just constantly just stabbing the knife. At what? I'm sorry, he's just stabbing the wall with his oh, knife. okay. Sorry, yeah, he had a knife, and he, it, it may have even been like a butter knife. Like, it wasn't a machete oh. or like a hatcher's. Still, but why is his pants his down? Pants down. Eight thirty in the morning. No, it's eight fifty one. Eight fifty three and twenty four <laughs> seconds, and he's just like stabbing the damn wall. And I'm like, uh, this is weird. But people are kind of walking to and from it. So as they well. weren't threatened. No, and if it was nighttime, I, yeah. When it's nighttime, we don't even go through this alley. No. Again, not because it's necessarily sketchy. Even though I just saw a naked man stabbing the wall, but I just thought that was weird. And I'm yeah. like, but I didn't feel unsafe. No, that's fair. I guess I just, like, we see so many hobos and... Mm-hmm. But anyways, so a few days later, I made that same walk, went to the street, or the subway, and right now it's that time of the year when it's really hot and muggy, and it sucks waiting for the subway underground. Yeah, the platforms are just so hot. So I get on the subway, and because it's a busy one, I'm always right at the front of the door, mm-hmm. and I have my... I always have my front facing the door so I can jump off and let people off because mm-hmm. other motherfuckers don't let you off but it's I let people off. transportation etiquette. Exactly. And so I had my back turned to everybody and all of a sudden uh, and I also usually don't listen to my iPod when I'm on the subway just because I pause in case people are like excuse me this and that. Yeah. So I have my iPod off and I hear a clipping sound like a click, click. Oh this is so disgusting. And all of a sudden I kind of feel something like lightly tap my back. Okay. And I'm like, this better not be what the fuck I think it is. And I took a picture, and I'll post it on the page. But I turn around, and is it not some chick clipping her damn nails? Oh. And she's standing about as close as you and I are. which That is, is disgusting. Less than a foot. We're basically that like is disgusting. shoulder to shoulder, and she's clipping her goddamn nails. No, that's they're, gross. They're flying everywhere because they're big nails. No. And I can feel them hit my back, so I turned. Yeah. And as soon as there's less people on the subway, I kind of walked backwards. I just stared her down. Did like, anyone else look at her? Like, to wait, like notice like how you did? No, which I, I, it's one of those times I wish I'd said something, but mm-hmm. the problem is someone like her... It's like, uh, she's clipping her nails in public. She might just freak out too much for me. And I'm like, whatever, I'll just turn this into a podcast story. But it's just gross. Well, okay, I think we've had this discussion. I'm actually really disgusted when things that you should be doing in your house 
are like or in private are done in public right aka like cutting your toenails on public trans transportation yeah. flossing your teeth in front of like in a common area yeah right um exactly. what you would call it like you fucking having your pants down in an alleyway exactly. you stab in a wall like do that right? in the like, don't do home. that like scratching yourself in a public space like i just think it's really gross and so to me i would have like i probably would have been like and like if I saw that woman, yeah, like disgusted. Yeah. So, anyways, that's my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So, how many stories do we have to tell? I feel like we've done a so lot. So it, it goes back to to what day? It basically goes back to Canada Day. Jeez Louise. And okay. I'm gonna start it with. Go. Um, I'm looking through my notes here. I'll start it with basically the weekend when we. Got a new TV stand. Oh, yeah. Because I'm trying to think. Let me look at my notes here. There, okay, there's a few things that happened this that weekend. Okay. So it was Canada Day weekend. Yeah. It was also Pride. Yeah. I believe. So uh, it was a nice long weekend. We had a lot of fun. Pride was great. <laughs> I was going to do a bit of a bigger ramble for that. <laughs> okay. I'll go ahead. I just, yeah, go, yeah, yeah. go for it. Go, okay. No, I was just going to say, so the big thing we did was you ordered a new mm-hmm. TV stand for mm-hmm. our, our TV room for our big-ass TV. Yeah. And it came... And so basically the story was... <laughs> I was like, you're telling this so badly. You tell the story. Okay, so John's right. It was Canada Day weekend. It was also Pride in the City. Um, I did order a TV stand. So the one thing was I am obsessed with this website called Wayfair.ca. It just came to Canada. They used to only operate in the States, and anything over $75 is free shipping. So I've seen commercials for this, like, actual distributor a ton in the morning, probably at about 7.51, right? right? In the morning. I see it on breakfast television. And so I bought us a headboard off of there, and it was perfect. I ordered it on a Friday. It came on, like, a Tuesday. John put it together. It was awesome. So again, you I was put together like, together. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna buy a headboard or a TV stand because our old TV stand was bowing in the middle." Right. So I was like, "Okay, this TV stand was ninety pounds." Okay. The new one or the old one? The new one. Yeah, that's pretty damn heavy. It's so heavy, and so I always like it when we come home and there's just like a giant box in front yeah. of our door and so perfect timing again i ordered it on like a monday it showed up on a thursday yeah which was great and so that way we had it to build for the weekend so yeah. i had a lot of work to do but yeah. i also wanted to help you you helped me set up the, you get all the basics going and just kind of got the fundamental mm-hmm. structure helped out so the funny thing was the blue jays were playing a day game that day yeah. and they started at one o'clock and i started doing the tv stand at one o'clock totally and it wasn't necessarily hard it was just a lot of little there's pieces there's so many pieces and so i was like okay hopefully this takes me you know i hope i can finish before yeah. the blue jay game is over because then i got nothing else yeah so i was watching that as i was doing it and so as i was uh building the stand a couple one thing that happened which kind of sucked because you know how i i'm, I'm uh, not the most handy when it comes to my hands i broke my thumb making chicken once yes so i had the drill going and I accidentally drilled my damn finger, oh. and like it hurt quite a bit. And there was like a big blood vessel oh, that like titty. exploded. Yeah. Although and it just this was a month ago. It took about a month, to and heal. then it just finally like fell off. Yeah. So now my finger's not as deformed anymore. Yeah. You didn't scream. I don't think I heard you scream. No, I was screaming on the inside. But the crazy thing was, if you guys are Blue Jays fans, you'll remember this was the seven-hour, nineteen-inning baseball game. So bananas. I literally came out out of the music room, 
um, like the studio where we record, and I was working in there. And it came out at like three hours, yeah. and John was like, put a really good dent into the TV stand, and he's it was like the seventh inning, and I'm like, oh, the Blue Jays are like winning, I think. So I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Like the game is almost done. Such a great whatever. And then I went back into the music room for another yeah. like two hours. And I come back out, and John is still watching the yeah, baseball still game. still watching. So it was crazy. The game ended up going seven hours. They lost it in the end. Yeah. Everyone from Ryan Goins to Darwin Barney pitch. But it just, like, this was the first day of our day off. I think this was the Friday. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this has the makings of, like, a crazy weekend. Totally. So fast forward to the next day, which is Saturday, and I believe we were going out to visit, like, a bunch of your family. We took the GO train to go see your folks. And then we we're taking their car to go see oh, our yeah. nieces and nephews. nephews. Okay. But in between that, because on long weekends I don't have baseball games, yeah. you wanted to keep me sharp <laughs> and you wanted to go to the batting cages. Yeah. So I was like, the one thing that we don't have in Toronto is like a driving range that's all grass, right? We only have the concrete one unless we venture out of the core, yeah. right? There are some. And then we don't have any batting cages unless we go down to like the beaches, right? Right, Or it's into Etobicoke. So we were in between going to um, my siblings' houses to see our niece and nephew. I was like, why don't we go to Centennial Park and go to the batting cages just to practice? Because yeah. I think for me, the one thing I hate is that I know I'm a good batter. And yeah. every time I've played on your baseball team with the rest of the guys, I feel like it's not a good indication of how well I can bat. It's the same with me. I think we both found, like, we're hitting hard singles. But I'm like, where's the doubles? Where are my triples? Yeah. I'm like, I'm hitting it uh, a roller through the infield. I'm like, where are my big hits to the totally. outfield? Like, what's up? I know I can crush yeah. the ball. Yeah, you're a power hitter. You're a utility player. Yeah, I'm like I'm like the Josh Donaldson. Like, you are, MVP, yeah. right? And so the one thing was, I was like, okay, let's do it. It's a really nice day out. It's dirt cheap at Centennial. It's like, yeah, I think it was like $3 for 20 balls. Which is bananas yeah. good. And so we're like, okay, let's line up. You went first. Yeah, I went first, and they have different speeds. They have, like, I think you can go up as high as, like, 80 miles per hour, which I've what done. What did we do? So we went to the one that was actually softball speed. So okay. it was, like, 40 miles per hour. Yeah. But I'm like, that's what I need. I need to yeah. practice softball, like, someone slightly tossing it. Yeah. And I don't need a hard one because I'm not no. playing fast pitch or anything. There wasn't a lot of people there at the time either. And this thing is run by, like, a 20-year-old dude. Yeah, it's just, like, there's no debit machines. You go and you give them your money and he gives you tokens. And it's just, mm. like, mom and pop type thing. So I went in there and I was like, okay, let me, I know what I was doing wrong playing baseball was I wasn't doing a leg kick mm -hmm. because at the the field where we play softball, there's a fucking hole. There's like a weird hole where home plate Ooh. is. So I'm like, I don't want to twist an ankle. No. So I keep my feet planted and I just use my arms, arms and hips yeah. when you're supposed to use your legs, hips and arms yeah. to hit the ball hard. So I go in there in the first 20 balls where I not crush every single one totally. of them basically in the air. They're all home runs. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this is. Sock some dingers. A good confidence boost. So I do my first 20, <laughs> and then you go. And so basically the way it works is you get tokens. <laughs> yeah. And you, everyone knows how the tokens work. You Except just put me, them, Put them into a machine, <laughs> and they drop down. But they look the like, okay, so for those of you guys who live in Canada or I guess anywhere else that has coins, it's basically like a loony, but it has like a... A button on the loony. Like it's, it's got like a groove in the loony yeah. so you can slide it through. So yeah, and there's like the imprint of how it's supposed to go into the machine. So uh, again, it's not too busy, but the guy who's running it is kind of just hanging out by the cages watching people because he doesn't have to worry about people always coming up and having to pay. 
And so I go behind the fence and you put, I'm like, okay, slide the token and hit the button. Mm -hmm. Put the token in and it stops about, it goes almost all the way in. Yeah, it's like when you put a vending machine and your pop doesn't come out. Exactly. So uh, since I'm not that close, you put it in and you're trying to like, first you try to tap it with your finger, but it won't go down. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, if this happens, either take another token (laughs) or your keys or like a a dime and just push it in. And what do you do with the the owner, kid, whatever, the guy who works there standing about five feet away? You take the barrel of your bat and you smash it against the machine and you hit like like three times. You just bam, bam, bam. And I'm like, oh my God. And then the guy runs over and he's like, wait, wait, wait. And he takes the token and just pushes it himself. I'm like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, that's smart. So I was like, save that rage for inside the cage. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a great title. This might be um, called Rage in the Cage. Uh, what you were call it? So then I went up. I thought I did pretty decently. So here's this is what's always impressive about you for golf and baseball is you'll go in there. <laughs> no, I swear it's gonna be a compliment. Okay. You go in there and you kind of hold the bat somewhat funny. <laughs> like you don't hold your hands together. You kind of you no. hold them apart. First few swings were all right. Yeah. But then I tried to tell you I'm like okay, put your hands together. I'm like, do the leg kick, and all of a sudden you it just like snapped, right? Yeah. And you clicked. It was so funny. The best one for me was, <laughs> you know what I'm gonna say. Uh, no. So you, after about six balls, you finally get the swing of things, and you it's your first swing. It's the first one when you finally crush the ball really yeah. hard, and you crush it, and you're like, look at me, I hit, I crushed the ball. I'm like you yeah. did. But then the guy next to you hit the ball so hard that it ricocheted off the pole yeah. and came in right at you, yeah. and without even thinking, you reacted and crushed that one as well. <laughs> And then the third ball that actually came, like, yeah. they just kept coming at you right away. See, it sounded like JD. I need five. So how did you like the batting cage? I love the batting cool. I thought it was good. I was a little intimidated to go in there. I also don't understand why I'm so, like, um, I'm just not coordinated. Like, I find, like, I lift my leg when I golf, but yeah, I don't lift don't, my leg when I bat. Which is, should be the opposite. Lift your leg when you <laughs> play baseball, but not when you golf. So, but I had a blast. I think it'll be fun. I was asking Benoit, I'm like, have you ever even held a baseball bat they don't have baseball in france France. no it's right so i'm curious to see if we go to the batting cages what that looks like tomorrow yeah i'm sure you'll uh, be one of the heavy hitters there (laughs) one of the other things i forgot i did when i was building the head the tv stand though Mm -hmm. because it was it was also hot that day and i was getting frustrated drilling my hand Mm -hmm. i accidentally punched myself in the face (laughs) i think it's because i was trying to knock something out Mm -hmm. and i moved the board and i smacked myself right in the nose which is the one place I never want to get hit. So if anyone wants to punch me, do it in the nose. I'll be really pissed off. So Wouldn't you want to be like, just don't punch me in the face? Yeah, but you know how many people up there probably want to hit me in the nose? Probably. Probably. I know you do after <laughs> yeah. taking six months to put you on the front page. So, so that was the batting cages. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, because I'm just trying to get through this weekend. That was Impulse Day. It was Pride weekend. Yeah, so we ha- ended up having a bunch of people mm-hmm. over, right? So the one cool thing about Toronto and us living near the village is that we always get to be, like, right at the epicenter of all the fun and chaos. So it yeah. really is, like, um, like an electronica dance concert oh, yeah. in our apartment for like a week straight right the cool thing about pride this year for toronto was that one they made it a month so month-long celebration in the city yeah but then also it was the first time ever three rounds of government were attending the pride uh parade which Mm -hmm. has never happened so justin trudeau john tory and kathleen Wynne all celebrated right um and walked in the parade but the other cool part was not cool but it was just 
a little bittersweet after all of the stuff that happened in Orlando at the Pulse um, nightclub. It was, they spray painted all the names of the um, victims on the sidewalk on Church Street. Yeah. Right? But then they did like a vigil and I felt like it was great because nothing bad happened here. Yeah. Where it's like, not, Toronto's really good for that kind of stuff, but there's always this sense of fear that something might just happen. Well, even today at the Globe and Mail, which isn't too far yeah. from where both of us kind of work, totally. there was a bomb threat and they had to evacuate the place. Exactly. Which is like, you know, that's why I like doing this podcast because it's like, just gives everyone mm. an hour and a half to just tune out all the negative yeah. stuff and just have fun, right? So the one fun thing was, was and we always love doing like patio hangs with our friends and we've gone to Bati Man's house a lot. Yeah. Um, but we were like, oh, you know, why are we going to leave the area that's fun to just stay in like the village during Pride weekends? So we had uh, Sean and Tesla over and Ferris and Cam. Exactly. For drinks and food on the balcony. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. We just like hung out there, listened to music, shot the shit for a really long time. Yeah. And it's always funny because it was on a Sunday because the long weekend was on the Friday. Yeah, so we had to go to work we on Monday. We had to go to work sucked. on Monday, which sucked. But it was just really nice and just really funny and silly to hang out on the balcony. Yeah. So Yeah, it was just a fun time and mm-hmm. taking in. We saw naked people running around. We saw <laughs> yeah. some chubby dudes rubbing yeah. themselves out. It is. It's really funny, though, because uh, what you would call it, there's always, like, the naked parade yeah. that happens down Church Street or the bike ride. And for whatever reason, I'm always grocery shopping during when it happens. Right. This is the first year in four years I have it. You didn't, get to, you didn't have to see it. I didn't have to see it. Nice. There's only so much schlong flailing in the wind I want to see. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Okay, I'm going to barrel through some of these next stories just okay. because we have so much to get to, and we may have to save some for next week. But first, I want to talk about just quickly one thing that happened to me when I went to the Blue Jays game with a friend of the podcast, Danimal. Yeah, what's up? So we went to. So at this point, as my fifth game of the year, I was 0 and 4, and I had mm-hmm. seen a total of I think five runs or four runs. Mm-hmm. So we went to go see the Arizona Diamondbacks, who mm-hmm. suck yeah. balls. They're Didn't awful. They sweep us? They're an awful team. Well, they played two games. We won one, and guess you went to the one losing game, like your boy <laughs> over here. Uh, but the one funny thing was, so we had really good 200 seats, because that's the way I roll. I always mm-hmm. get us good seats. And in front of us, mm-hmm. two rows in front of us, were like these uh, white trash-looking people, like long hair, don't care, just yeah. like scruffy beards and like yeah. drinking Budweiser and shit. Ugh. And sitting next to me was uh, a group of four. It was like uh, older dad and his wife and like mm-hmm. and his probably son and his his wife or whatever, but mm-hmm. the dad next to me was like mid sixties. Yeah. And so it's like the third inning and those uh riffraff white trash sitting in front of us. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden this other group comes and they're like, Oh, you're in our seats. I'm like, No, you're not, these are oh, our seats. I'm no. like, I'm like, motherfuckers, you're probably in the wrong seat. So yeah. after and I'm like, we're trying to watch the game, people are standing up in front of us, right? Yeah. So eventually it turns out, surprise, surprise, that the uh, white trash rednecks don't actually sit here. And they were like the five hundreds? So, I made this comment to Dan. I said something, I wish I wrote down my exact joke, but I said something to, uh, something like, oh, you know those guys are like a 500 crowd trying to sit down here. Yeah. And the old white dude sitting next to me chuckles with me. He's like, you're definitely right there, son. <laughs> and I was like, oh. You never told me that. I was saying for the podcast. That's awesome. I wish I said something really, really witty. Where yeah. It's just like, oh, you know your ass is going to... So, I do feel like, in another way, John is an old man, though. Like, yeah. I feel like you can bond with old men, but you also take on 
traits of old men that it's like no shock that you found common ground with that guy. Yeah, and he he was definitely looked like he had some money with him. Yeah, exactly. Like you so know that, he paid for all those three other people's Yeah, tickets. exactly. So I just thought that was funny, and then they lost the goddamn game, yeah. so I'm 0-5 at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get into more things, let's split this up for a second. Because I just want to quickly again talk about the season finale of my favorite show, Turn. To everything, turn, turn. Turn is a fucking fierce show, turn, turn, turn. Now I hear you chuckling. I don't know why you're chuckling. Why? But first of all, can I just say, did you not, did you or did you not like the uh, sting I did for I Turn? I did like it, partially because I love listening to um, the birds. Exactly. And, again, so if you guys missed the first couple episodes, you always claim that I don't watch Turn. And yet, every time I'm watching Turn, Mm -hmm. you walk into the room. It's not like I hit play Mm -hmm. and I start watching because you walk in. Every single time Mm -hmm. you come in, I'm already, like, 45 minutes into the episode, right? Okay. So. (laughs) What are you doing? I'm not doing anything. Okay. So, so yeah, so I just want to talk about... The season finale of Turn, okay. it was fucking fantastic. Not only did Alexander Hamilton show up like two episodes before, mm-hmm. if you guys are like me and you love the Hamilton musical yeah. and you love Turn, you've just been waiting for Hamilton to show up, right? Right. And then the other big thing that is insane that happened was uh, Benedict Arnold. Mm-hmm. My God, he showed up as well. He did. And you know Benedict Arnold. He's like the biggest traitor ever. Right. And it was crazy because well, I'm just I just have IMDb for ratings and stuff. Oh, okay. I don't really like this guy, even though he's the main character. But Abraham, mm-hmm. they were gonna hang his ass. Yeah. Because he got finally got um, they finally busted him for being a spy against right. the British. Okay. Because he's actually a red coat and he's spying on the blue coats. Okay. And his ass was hanging there, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden these village people show up and like you can't do this without a fair trial, uh-huh. and they cut him down and he didn't die. Because seconds before that, one of the other big characters, uh, yeah. like Ben, fucking got hung and died. Who's Ben? He's one of the spies as well. Who was the main guy who died in the finale? Ben. What's his real name? And the actor? No, the show. Ben Tamaldoof. Ben, <laughs> ben <laughs> Tom Didge. Really? Yeah, why? It's not John Andre? Well, yeah, John Andre died too, but he's not one of my favorite ones. You never said favorite, you said main. I also like to point out that your actual, um, what you might call it, memory of what happened on the season finale sounds very uncanny to what happened on the penultimate episode of uh, the season. Finale. Of turn? Yeah. No, no one. They. You basically uh, told me the exact same story two weeks in a row. On the second, on the penultimate episode, they were getting mm-hmm. ready to be hung because mm-hmm. they got busted. But this episode, they had to, they were supposed to go to trial, but they mm-hmm. didn't because it's like the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Should we do what Tim and Sid did with, uh, what you call Donald Trump's wife and Michelle Obama yeah. and play like the actual, the actual memes <laughs> together and see if they line up perfectly? Maybe in another life, brother. <laughs> So anyways, it, it's really fascinating. It's really entertaining. I'm glad Benedict Arnold's there. He's going to stir shit up. I'm glad Hamilton's there. He's going to stir shit up. Yeah. Uh, your boy Caleb, who I don't really like, but he's there. And then Abraham. I wish he hung. But it was crazy mm-hmm. that he didn't. I thought he was going to die. So okay. that's my review of the season finale of Turn. To everything, turn, turn. Turn is a fucking fierce show. Turn, turn, turn.
What will you do without this series? Uh, well, I mean, I guess we can watch shows like Mr. Robot and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, I don't know, but what are you reading? What piece of content did someone buy named Townsend? He bought a musket. Why? Was that with the red coats or the blue coats? Why? Well, first of all, what did what are you quizzing me? What did so he buy? So in season three, yeah, ended yeah with the aforementioned Townsend yeah buying a musket, likely with the intent of informing the rebels that the blue coats yeah know of the spiring. So I was right, am I not? No, <laughs> that's what I just said. He brought his musket and informed the blue coats or the red coats. Spine. I'm glad you love this series. Next! Anyways. <laughs> you make fun of me, but I actually watched the show. We'll watch it together. Yeah, I'll download it for you. But every time you've walked in there, have I not been watching it? I'm like 40 mm-hmm. minutes in. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you don't think why I Why don't we talk about show. the other series we watch just as religiously now as how you watch Churn? Go for it. <laughs> you don't want to talk about it? What, Lost? Yeah. Yeah, but I just talked for like 12 minutes. <laughs> See, I'm, pa- I'm laying you up a slam dunk. So, one of the series, and I think we had like a pretty, like as soon as, what show just ended? And we were like, no! You mean other than Turn? Other than Turn. What uh, series were we watching? Fuck. Now it's going to bug me. I can't even remember now. It was like our one drama we were watching besides The Bachelorette. What the fuck were we watching? I can't remember, but either way, it ended, and we were like, like obviously, like Catfish is done. Um, I don't know what the fuck we were watching, but either way, that's gonna bug me the rest of this episode. I had this one dream that we were like, I was in the jungle with um, Jack, right, right, the, um, just the doctor, randomly? just randomly. And then as soon as I woke up, I missed watching Lost so badly. This was like two, three weeks ago. Yeah. Right. And so I'm like, John. We need to rewatch Lost. Like, I've actually only watched it in its entirety full run yeah. once, but I've, and that was in real time. But then the first three to four seasons, I've watched twice. Right. So this time, I, I am literally invested in watching this series. And for those of you guys who don't know what Lost is, it's this awesome show from like 2006 where a bunch of group of strangers are leaving from Sydney, Australia on a flight called Oceanic 815 and they fly and the plane blows up and they land on this island where all this mysterious stuff starts happening. Right. And the cinematography stands up today. I still think the plot lines are just as interesting. You're starting to see things you didn't recognize before. Right. It's a lot of great actors who have gone on to do other great series and things. Yeah. So I am like 10 out of 10 on the Fastbender scale. Oh, yeah. Re-loving Lost. Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fastbenders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight, because that white boy crazy. Yeah, same here. It's been fun to watch, and it's good. Like, Mr. Robot just came back, mm-hmm. but now we're three episodes behind, so the good thing is hopefully we can kind of binge watch Thank some robot yeah. type of thing. The one show I was thinking that we didn't catch on to was season three of House of Cards. No, I think it's going to be one of those shows where it's like all of a sudden we're just going to have to watch every episode in a row. Yeah. Like, we'll be there'll be some downtime. Maybe we'll mm-hmm. travel somewhere. Maybe when we're in San Fran. We yeah, can, we can watch it at night, maybe. We can watch it at night if they uh, have Wi-Fi or something. Because mm-hmm. that's what happened when we were in Bahamas with Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Totally. That's how you got Oh, yeah, Brooklyn Nine-Nine ended. Yeah. And so did Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley, yeah, we were watching mm-hmm. those. But there was some drama we were watching. I know, watching. I don't know. Anyways, so let's get back into, let's pile through some of these stories. So one thing I want to talk about, these two, I think this happened the same weekend. Mm-hmm. So 
as active as we are with softball and walking and mm-hmm. doing this and that, we hadn't been to the gym in a while. <laughs> You'd probably been there way be- long or way before I had been there, right? Well, more recently, I should more say. More recently. But, like, when I was laid off, um, obviously you're trying to keep yourself busy. And it was probably, like, the best shape I had been in in, like, a couple of years because I was going to the gym every single day. Yeah. And then on top of that, I would go do yoga with Miranda all the time. But it was me going in the morning with, like, all the senior citizens. But I was there for, like, at least almost two hours. Yeah, which is great. So I haven't been there in a while. So I haven't talked about this guy in a while. Mm-hmm. But let me just refresh everyone's memory. Is I have an enemy at the gym. Yes. Which most people probably have one or two enemies at the gym, yeah. right? So there's this guy we like to refer to as Homeless Gallagher <laughs> yeah. because he looks like the ho- he looks like the homeless version of the comedian Gallagher. Yeah. And if you don't know who Gallagher is, he used to be a comedian who would smash watermelons. Yeah. He also Homeless Gallagher at the gym wears like a radiation vest too. Yeah. Like- and he has like frizzy afro, balding hair. Yeah. And- and the problem I had with them is I have a favorite machine. What is it? The elliptical? It's an elliptical, but it's a different type of elliptical. Yeah. But anyways, there's, there's only three of there's them. There's three of them in a row. And again, he doesn't own this fucking place. I don't own this place. But every time I would go there, if I got there before him, yeah. even if the other two were free, yeah. he would always just wait and wouldn't go on until I would leave, right? <laughs> yeah. Like he, I think there was a certain one he had. But if, okay. But here's the thing is, guess what? Dude, you don't own this place. So okay. if I want it, let's say two people are using one and there's only one free and I go yeah. on it and that's his. Okay. So, so he would always steer me he down, wants right? He the one at the end. Yeah. He wants the one furthest from the entrance. Yeah. And so he would always just, and sometimes he would stand right behind me where there isn't much room, right? Yeah. And so you would, and I'm not crazy. You watch You're not, this. I'm not crazy. Okay. But let me ask you this. If all three machines are vacant, yeah. which one do you want to use? Back then I used his. As, as a point, because it's not his, that's why. It's not his. Okay, it's yours. It's not mine either, it's nobody's. It's the gyms. Okay. But I'm like, motherfucker, there's two other free ones, the exact same, right? So, okay. It's a, it's, so, I think I'm crazy. I don't think you're crazy, I just think you guys are the same person. So, we're not, you know why? why? If he's using that one and there's two free, guess what I'm doing? Waiting it out. I'm using one of the free ones. I'm so, not fucking crazy. John's on Hilmus Gallagher's machine. I'm on the elliptical, um, what you would call it, facing the entrance. So directly. This is, this is like two weeks ago now. This right? is two weeks ago, facing the exact same entrance as homeless Gallagher will walk into. So I, sorry, I think it's been over eight months since I've been to this gym. Okay, and so it's like ten thirty in the morning. We go in. We're doing our thing on whatever. It's been like twenty minutes that we're on yeah. said machine. So John is to the right of me, um, like going like. Um, whatever. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And so, all of a sudden, the door opens, and I was like, no, 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 wait. Yeah. Before we even got to the gym, yeah. I made a joke about Homeless Gallagher yeah. being there. Yeah. And so, we're like, no, nah, he probably, like, has his own time now, whatever. And let me just say this. When I got there, there was only one free elliptical, and it wasn't that motherfucker. No. Okay. So, then. So, I got on the yeah. one that was free. So, John got on the one that was free. I was on one. Does, like, 20 minutes into our workout. Yeah. The door opens and as if it's like fucking sitcom worthy. Yeah. Who walks in with their fucking radiation vest? Yeah. Right? Is it not one and only Homeless Gallagher? Homeless Gallagher. And I'm just like, I look at you and you look at me, you start laughing. I yeah. just kind of like, oh, god damn it. Like, so, now it's going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. So the best part is, Homeless Gallagher has clearly learned from the days where he stands behind John and yeah. like, just like watches him work out. Now he proceeded 
to sit on a sit-down bike yeah. and not do anything but yeah. stare at John on the machine. So even though he's sitting on a machine... He, he doesn't even use doesn't it. He doesn't use it. He just stared at me the whole goddamn time. The whole time. Didn't stare at the other two people. Nope. Or the person who's technically using air quotes, his machine. Yeah. Just stared me down. And yeah. I, for a fact, I remember this. I looked over to the other two people and they had... 45 minutes to an hour left on their machine. Yeah, so they're not moving. Mine, I think I had about eight or nine minutes left. Uh-huh. left. Out of principle, I bumped it up to another 30 minutes. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not going to let you intimidate me again. Yeah, like, so I'm, it's like a gym bully. Because I'm like, look, you're the worst because you're on a machine. You're not using it. And what if someone yeah. wants to use that machine? You're just sitting there, Well, right? I think there's two types of people at the gym. It's the ones who feel like that is their gym. And I'm like, okay, homeless Gallagher. Like, yeah. relax. It's a lie, first of all. But then the other person are the people who use two machines at once. Yeah. But then they're like bench pressing on one and they're like, whoa, and screaming. Then don't spray it down and then move to the other one. But then question you when you're getting close to it. Yeah, right? exactly. Or now it's the person who thinks that that one elliptical is their machine. Yeah, so he stared me down. I'd look at him, stared him down a little bit. And then, mm-hmm. of course, eventually when I was done, I get off. And as soon as I take one step off, he, like, sprints towards it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck off, guy. So what is it about that machine that both of you like so much? Because I notice when I do that compared to the other ellipticals, I just I kill more calories because I just mm-hmm. work out harder on it. Okay. And I just like the way it feels on my hands and my feet. And I just like it. So I made the comment to John, and it's the same thing as the old man at the baseball game, chuckling yeah. at your comment, yeah. where I do feel like you guys are the same people. Yeah. I'm like, I can't tell if you are turning into a 65-year-old man. No, I would just call myself a truth crusader. Like Truth crusader. Yeah. <laughs> like, because, like... What's wrong? Can you make a sting called Truth Construe Crusader? Motherfucking Truth Crusader. You're a sexy bitch. That's what I can because I wrote it down. Because it's like, I'm not a mean person. I don't, I try to act nice around people, do I not? Yeah. But if someone's doing something silly. Yeah. Uh, and like I don't necessarily like confrontation. I don't get into it a lot, but sometimes there's certain times and certain people. <laughs> but I'm like, not this time, motherfucker. Like I'm the truth crusader. I'm gonna like, stand on this elliptical. <laughs> I'm gonna stand on this goddamn you, elliptical. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other times. Why I, didn't you come in and save me when the other old man who couldn't breathe yelled at me at the gym? Because I wasn't there. I was at work. Oh, oh I didn't mean to I say that. I should have called the truth crusader. <laughs> Motherfucking truth crusader. You're a sexy bitch. Where's the battle of the landline to the truth crusader? <laughs> yeah, it goes back to the early days of the podcast when I'm walking through a construction zone and this goddamn guy with his dog, not on a leash by the way, yeah. I'm like, this dog's jumping on me. This motherfucking <laughs> dog jumped on me, barked, tried to bite me, and I was like, hey, watch your dog. Okay, truth so crusader. Hold on. I have a new. Story based on that story. Yeah, I know what you're gonna say. So the other thing, are we done with the segment Truth Crusader? Motherfucking Truth Crusader. You're a sexy bitch. Uh, yes. Truth Crusader. Motherfucking Truth Crusader. You're a sexy bitch. So. Okay, John and I, again, I think this is last weekend. Yeah, this is like five days ago, I think. There's certain things I don't understand. We go to Loblaw so fucking much, I don't know what we're buying. I want to kill myself. It's like, 
But the weird thing is, we don't have any toilet paper or toothpaste. I'm sorry. But somehow we have like two cucumbers and like all the carrots you can eat. Yeah. Okay, so I bought these cookies that like make my teeth sting, right? And then we needed more fish or yeah. something. And so we go to Loblaws. It's not busy, but because we've been stuck in the elevator so many goddamn times. Are you sure it wasn't doing laundry night in Canada? Was it laundry or was it food? You're talking about this thing? Yeah. This No, this was laundry because I remember. I thought it was food because I'm like, I thought that was when the guy, like the dog was coming at me and I'm like, grab my food. <laughs> no, I think you're like, I have my laundry. It could have been twice. It could have been twice. I'm easily annoyed. Okay, this doesn't matter. Okay, it doesn't either, matter either what it was. Either food or laundry. Food or laundry, which one's worse, I don't know. We are not animal people. I don't even know why we fucking live here. No. I heard a story today about how you can go sleep at the zoo overnight. And I was like, uh, that sounds like my fucking that. hell. Yeah. So either way, we come home with either our laundry or our food. Yeah. And so we get in the elevator. Right or no? We we're waiting, waiting for the elevator. We hear the door open and someone coming and in. And we both like, oh, oh fuck. fuck. Right? <laughs> and so then we get in. No, and before the door opens, we see this guy walk in and yeah. he has a dog, not on a leash. Not on a leash. It's like a mini, like, pit bull or yeah, whatever. Yeah, so I'm already, like, annoyed. And then I look at this dude's shoulder and what's sitting there? <laughs> he has a fucking a bird. bird on his shoulder. <laughs> and it's not on a leash. No. So then I'm like, but then another guy comes in. Well, then it was he, our friend, Matt. Oh, and he had a dog. But his is on a leash, obviously, because he knows how to handle his animals. So then I'm like, oh, oh. my God. And so we all get in the elevator because we can't be like, hey, so Matt. Four, four people, two dogs, and a bird going to an elevator. <laughs> I was like, so help me God. I don't understand. You do not need to take a bird for a walk. No. I don't even understand why you would take a bird outside. Why, what if it flew away? What happens if a cat ate it? Yeah. Like, these are all things that could happen. What happens if I just hit it with my purse? Like, exactly. These are all things that could likely happen. And so we're all in the elevator, and, like, the dogs are, like, basically growling at each other. I literally had a dog sit on my foot. Yeah. Right? Beside the, the laundry. The leashless and dog the jumped leashless, on you, basically. Totally leashless dog jumped on me. And all I can see is, because there's mirrors in our elevator, is yeah. the fucking bird. Yeah, <laughs> I know. If this thing flaps in my fucking face, I have no problem fucking, like, like shanking. Like, <laughs> I'll shank it for you. I'll fucking work. key shank this shit. Right? Yeah, we didn't buy chicken that day. No, I was I was so, hungry for a fucking pesky pecker. <laughs> but like, in what world do you yeah leave a bird on your goddamn shoulder no. and walk out into the free world out here? No, there's also like I, I don't understand the thing where it's like we left like the building people always put up notices. It's like make sure your animals are on leashes and stuff like that. Did this guy with a bird not think he was part of that? Exactly. So do you want to move on? Sure. <laughs> So, I'm all riled up. Yeah, we're kind of out of order, but I think this was the same weekend when mm-hmm. Homeless Gallagher was we had our friend of the podcast, Maddie's birthday. Oh my God. She was yeah. on a Super Bowl Into Beast Mode episode yeah. with our friend Garris. So, that was a lot of fun that night. I had a lot of fun that night. So, Maddie, a dear friend of the podcast, she did a huge house party. And it's great. Like, me, um, what is it? Her. Ferris and us all live within like a block of each other, which is yeah. great. So we just got to like walk to their place. And it was a really nice summer night that day. And so we went over. I think we thought we were only going to stay for a couple hours, and we stayed for a pretty long time. For sure. Um, Dan and Carson were there. Christina was there. I didn't recognize some of the people there. <laughs> I know. I had to tell you about them afterwards. Like, oh, that was that person. Yeah. And I was like, what? Um, 
so either way, we get there, and as soon as we walk into the backyard, they're playing this game called Stump. Yeah. And it's like you basically flip an axe in the air and try to catch it, and then you have to bang a nail into a stump. You're Club. obviously drinking as you're doing this. Yeah, we didn't play. We this, didn't play. They do that, but the one they were actually doing was they throw a hammer in the air, yeah. catch it, and then smash a the nail. But yeah. the one they play at the cottage is they throw an axe in the yeah. air and catch it. Yeah. And so then they also set up a glow-in-the-dark beer pong table, which yeah. I did play later. Yeah. And then, but all over, like, where's everyone we know? And then we, they were all sitting inside in the family room, and I just thought we had, like, the most hilarious rounds of conversation as soon as we got there. Yeah. And so one of the big ones we had was... I, Dan streaming services streaming services but it was all started because we were all heckling Dan for wearing this like silver gold wrap chain right and so we're like who are you and apparently Dan unbeknownst to us is a huge rap fan and a yeah. hip-hop fan which I never knew because to me it's like you are the token yeah, hip-hop I'm, fan right right and so he all of a sudden went into this huge diatribe about his love for title yeah and so title is the uh, music streaming ser- service owned by Jay Z? It's like the really, it's like the really shitty, shitty version of Apple Music or Spotify. Like, totally, it's like the god awful version. And so the basic thing is, is that Jay Z only promotes people under his label or indoor friends and colleagues, I guess. So it's like Kanye's dropped his shit there, yeah. Rihanna does, whatever. But it's also really, really expensive in comparison to so Apple Music or Spotify. Yeah. So here's the thing, like you said. Uh, Beyonce, Rihanna, and Kanye West all exclusively put out their albums on Tidal. Mm-hmm. And if the three biggest artists in the world, that, like, nobody got their albums no. through there. And, like, that's just how shitty the service is, right? Yeah. If you can't get Beyonce, the biggest pop star, mm-hmm. Rihanna, the second biggest pop star, and Kanye, the biggest rapper, yeah. to get anyone interested in no. your service, it's like, just call it quits, <laughs> Call right? it quits, dude. So we were like, okay, we need to debate this because I, I mentioned to... Um, Dan, I was like, this is so funny. It's like, where have you been? Because like the last, the previous week, yeah. John and I were debating title and like, like who, who actually, would use who, it? who would use it? And we're like, we found the one percent. This is Occupy Title. We did a six oh five remote. It's that six oh five remote. You a fool for this one, baby. Okay, so Dan, tell. Sorry. <laughs> tell me your story of how you decided hey. to be the only person so. to purchase a title account. Hey. Let me just start by saying the title. The title. I, I came from a. I came. He's wearing a gold chain and he's white, by the way. Can we just start with this? I came from a Spotify subscription, and then we had to take that away. So I needed to seek another music interface. I went to title. I went to title for the Rihanna Anti album. I loved it. <laughs> then she gave users an extra free month, what, which, by the way, I will lunch, say, lunch, lunch. I will say that month was only because no one pre-subscribed to Kanye's new album. Pablo, Pablo, like Auntie was still in the top ten, even though Pablo didn't hit. But then Beyonce's Lemonade was coming yep. out. Oh, so <laughs> I told my husband that the Rihanna Auntie. Subscription was giving another month free trial, but really I answered credit card information. <laughs> and so now we pay for two music subscription no, no, services. No, but now, just yesterday, so- Nicki Minaj released a new single. DJ Mustard. <laughs> I'm up on it. I, don't, I, know, I know about it. DJ Mustard. Okay, wait. Not only are there. Why 
not only are there exclusive singles, okay. there's also behind the scenes footage. When it's still not worth the $20 a month. $20 a month? $20 month. For one person. What's that? No, no. Here's the best part. Like, I have $10 earphones, but if you want to stream at 320 BTS, it's 39 Are you fucking serious? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Dan, let's all just shake our heads in, like, unison at him. A full group shaking. I have Spotify, too, though. I pay for two. I actually don't pay for two. I'm on the Apple. I'm on app family sharing for I don't pay for my Apple. So. I don't understand any of it. But here's what's next, though. I use CDs. Who wants to hear I still get free CDs. No, I I feel like Alicia Keys is going to release some Also, stuff. by the way, can I she's say this amazing. is from the guy who she's steals everything <laughs> from BitTorrents, <laughs> and he's obsessed with needing to, uh, like, download it from, what is but it, like, title? Seriously, though, okay, here's an actual serious question. <laughs> it's 20 bucks a month, but, like... You get free artists. You get, no, but that's, no, that's the same no. cost as, like, just buying the album. <laughs> So like, why are you Dan? What are your thoughts? You did that. You're not man who shall remain Man, man. What are your thoughts, guys? We've so, puzzled no, him. No, no, my first. <laughs> Whatever, first name. First month, I think was around fifteen. The Rihanna album, if you bought it flat out, deluxe, explicit edition, would have been seventeen ninety. Oh no! That's fucking insane. For three dollars added value, Look at, you got behind the scenes footage. All oh, on title. Are you guys to hit Mark? Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that be the end. This got six or five remotes. You're a fool for this one, baby. I, don't know, I guess you make some valid points. But isn't but... Title now being bought by Apple Music? Yeah, they're saying Jay Z won because Apple might be buying Title, which yeah, means so like he made his money. He made his money. Which dollar is... status. So that was a fun night. Let's fast forward. Wait, he didn't tell you about beer pong. Okay, go for beer so, pong. So the beer pong was pretty awesome because instead of like it was me and Cam on one team. And then Andrew and this other guy on the other team. But instead of just playing beer pong where you line up the cups and you just try and, like, throw the ping pong ball into the opponent's um, glasses, we were trying to do it off, like, different objects in the house, essentially. So it all became about geometry. And so I almost got one, but Cam ended up getting two. Yeah, he was And I was like, how do you do this? And the loser had to drink fireball. Jesus. Which basically is like cinnamon hearts. So I was okay with it. <laughs> I know you would be. Um, okay, let's fast forward. Uh, and this might be the last story we talk about this week, and then we'll save some stuff for the next week. Mm-hmm. So we had a very fun weekend with the one and only Pops Mallon. Whoa! Are we even going to be able to contain it all? <laughs> it was like four straight days of fun. Yeah, I think we're at 55 minutes, yeah. so I think we do another 15 in some okay. So, So this is what, two, three weeks ago now? Two weeks. Two weeks. So the Friday my dad was coming down, mm-hmm. it just happened to be... This is very last day of work ever. Yeah. He ended up retiring on Friday, whatever the day it was. So big round of applause and congratulations to him for many, many years. Yeah. And also a shout out, my mom had actually just retired maybe a week prior Woo! to him. Shout out for her. Big shout out to both of them for being uh, retired. So my dad, he's like, he always comes down at least once a summer for a baseball game and like a weekend in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And so we were trying to get tickets for the Saturday, but it wasn't working out. For baseball. For baseball. So I'm like... I get them Friday. I know it's your last day at work. He's like, 
He's like, I'm retired. I'm like, I can leave whenever I want. He's like, yeah. I'll go in for an hour, then I'll come drive down and we'll uh, start the weekend. So he called me and like instantly, like the day he retired, he called me. He's like, oh, I could hear in his voice how excited and yeah. stoked he was to be like retired, start this new chapter in his life. So came down Friday, drove down, and you had, he met me at the apartment uh, and we hung out here, started to catch oh up. Oh my God, that then, was the day I was at the islands with um, all of my work colleagues. And so it was also the hottest fucking yeah. day ever. And I was in like jeans and a t-shirt and I had, I didn't think you were home yet. Right. And so I was like, I'm totally going to beat you. I'm going to go to the LCBO and grab some drinks. I'm going to go grab some snacks and everything. I'm going to run home and shower. So I'll be like ready to go. I right. literally like unlock the door and do I not just like come face to face with your dad? And you're just like dripping. I'm like sweat dripping in sweat. I'm like, I need to shower. And he's like, I don't care. Come and I was like, open. congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's fun. We hang out here and then the three of us hightail it down to the Rogers Center yeah. to go to a baseball game. So this is again my sixth game of the year, mm-hmm. and I've been to five losses. And so when I was looking up tickets. I usually try to get a seat right behind home plate because mm-hmm. that's those are obviously the best seats because where all the action is. Mm-hmm. But this time I saw some seats down the right field line that are actually row one, mm-hmm. and basically you're standing, you're sitting right where the right fielder's standing, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, it's a bit of a different where angle. Where Jose Batista would be. Would be. So I'm like, let's try this. I've never been the first row. Uh, let's give him a shot, right? Mm-hmm. So we go there and... And you... we catch all the foul balls. Exactly. So what do you think of those seats? I actually really like them. Yeah. Except for the bougie girl sitting behind us. Exactly. So we're sitting there and for the first few innings, there's no one sitting behind us. Now all of a sudden there's like six bougie girls. Yeah. Who all have like their tank tops and belly rings yeah. and stuff. But and one had like a man voice. But it was also like mean girls where I felt like there was one queen bee. Yeah. And they all just kind of had to like pay attention to her. Yeah. So they're sitting behind us and it took me out of the game a little bit. Yeah. Because they're just like, oh my God, how's it taste? like so fuckable. And yeah. I'm like, Whoa. But my other favorite, it's like they clearly know nothing about baseball. Yeah, yeah. Because at this point, Jose Batista, who's like one of our all-star players, yeah. was on the DL for like 15 days at this point. Mm-hmm. But one girl who was like Queen B was like, they're like, Jose Batista, he's so fuckable. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, why isn't he playing? And then she, they, she, one Queen B's like, oh, he played yesterday. He's yeah, just like, off today. Like, and what? it's like, you don't know anything yeah, about no baseball. Shit. Shut up. So we actually were able to record some of their hilarious conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so why don't I give you guys a little preview of what these uh, ladies were talking about. It's that 605 remotes. You're a fool for this one, baby. So Aaron had to Aaron had to go by those at the rum bar. And, and then we, we had to go the again. I was thinking they yeah. wouldn't get us we out of the area. They didn't have ID. No, we went in the other one. We went to the normal bar. <laughs> it was good because it wasn't so busy, so it wasn't so obvious. Yeah. Yes, this episode is gonna be a nightmare. Look how many stings I've had. I have but to how do. do you make, them down, yeah, but I gotta make up a couple. The Truth Crusader ones. So. I just gave it to you. Truth Crusader. So I don't have to make a sting. No, you do. Okay. So 
Uh, the rest of the game, I finally got to see my first win of the season. Mm-hmm. And again, motherfucker, we're sitting first row. Was there no balls hit our way? There was one ball hit our way the whole time. And so brutal. So brutal. But uh, Ezekiel Carrera, who's playing right field, made he was a awesome. right by us. We actually got on TV for a couple seconds. Yeah, I saw your dad's hat. Yeah. But again, if we sat in the exact same seats, left field area, there were so many balls hit there. I know. And people were catching them right where Ooh, we were. And then the next day when the baseball game happened, yeah. so many balls were hit to our row. So many balls were hit Ooh. that way. I feel like you're the curse, my dear. Yeah, but at least However, I got... Ow, my knee. Ow. You just bashed it. My foot's cramping. What happened? Ow. Oh, my knee. Ow, my foot. I gotta go. Where are you going? My foot's all cramped. What are you laughing about? I was laughing out because you always steal my slippers and here's a little tangent of a story so again like so much shit has happened since the last podcast what happened so what what do i always get you which i'm more than happy to because they're john always buys okay so the one the two there's two there's a a ton of things let's just remember uh not an hour ago you were just barking at me for not putting your name in a podcast. You know what happened in the last episode of the podcast? What's that? Where we were talking about, you're like, oh, I'm so hungry. I'm like, aren't I cooking you dinner? Yeah, because we do like, things together. You're like, oh, I need something else. I'm like, aren't I buying you that? Yeah, let's see, this is why... Didn't I not buy you a shirt yeah, yesterday? I didn't want you to buy me a shirt, though. <laughs> Take it off my bill. No, I don't want to. So, either way, one of the lovely things that John does for me, and I have never had to purchase this ever, because before John was my mom buying them for me, are slippers. And so both John and myself, whenever we get home, we always change into said slippers. Yeah. But I always do a thing where as soon as we come in, like mine are camouflaged with our rug, my old ones. Mm. I'll always find John's at where our dresser is in yeah. the bedroom. So I'll put his on. Then I can't find mine. So then he'll find them. He'll give them to me. But somehow <laughs> I like destroyed my slippers. Yeah. To the point where the soles were falling out of them. Yeah, you just destroyed the. There was shit like out of them. the massivest hole in it. They were like frayed so much inside, but like John's, who had his like for basically the same amount of time, pristine. It's because the way you 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 don't put your foot fully in your slipper. You rest the heel of your foot on the back of the slipper, so it crushes it. But that those ones were crushed. That's why I liked them. Yeah, but you're crushing these ones, and the reason why I was laughing was because. You crushed the bottom of mine just oh, now. Oh, no, I'm to sorry. To see how they're being crushed down here. I'm sorry. But again. That's because yours don't fit me. Yeah, it's because they're man slippers. But they're fun to wear. So anyways, your slippers <laughs> broke. And because I know you also don't like going to winners. I hate winners. You were out one day. I think you are meeting up for coffee with someone. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. I got to do run a few errands. But I'll go to winners and buy you some slippers. Mm-hmm. Did I not go to four different uh, <laughs> department stores? And there were no goddamn slippers anywhere. <laughs> so the only slippers I found were in the last store I went to, which were Blue Jays slippers, which yeah. were man slippers. You know? <laughs> so I just prayed that I got you the right size. Yeah, but. they're a little bit big. But I, I know because I bring the backs of them it's okay <laughs> so that's why i was laughing earlier because i could see that you had uh, crushed my slippers just not my fatigue. fault so uh back to my dad's weekend before we end this bad boy mm-hmm. friday night was a lot of fun did the jays the uh i will say it's so nice to see your dad so relaxed and it made me think i'm like man i can't wait till we retire and then i realized the amount of time we have to work still is basically our exact yeah you got another 30 years to go and then i got really sad actually a little bit more if it's at least 65 you got another 32 33 to go 
<laughs> but think of all the fun we can do in between them. Well, okay. Just think how much fun, if we had retired now, we could do podcasting like full time. I was actually thinking, that seems hilarious actually, but then hopefully by then I'd have a second mic. <laughs> Comedy is all about what? Timing. Ah, my pen flew out of my damn hand. No, but the one thing I was saying to um, one of our friends who didn't know we do a podcast. Who the hell doesn't know we do a podcast? A lot of people don't know we do podcasts. Like, people who I meet now, they're like, what is that? How'd you guys get into it? Or whatever. And so... We do dope shit. We do dope shit. And so one of the things that um, I said was, I really like this podcast because in, like, 20 years or so, we can go back and listen to it. And it's just... It's such, like, a really great, like, journal entry yeah. kind of thing. And it's also, like, amongst all the crazy stories we've told, I actually do like going back and listening to, like, the like the top ten episodes and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. So, which is a lot of fun. And I did miss it. Like, I missed, like, although you've been commuting with me in the morning the past few days. Yeah. But I do love listening to the episodes again in the morning. Exactly. Can I do... What? One thing before we continue with your da- the dad story. What's that? The super fan of the week. Well, well, well. Looks like we got ourselves a live at 605 super fan. That's it all. You got a super fan? Yeah. Was that the sting just now? Yeah. No. <laughs> Go for it. So, one of the presents I got John, and I actually bought it for him and designed it in April, was a live at 605 marketing package. And so I was like, okay, I designed stickers for him so we could put them up around the city and on different trips and just, like, hand out postcards. But the weird thing is I did it through Future Shop, and Future Shop doesn't have the same um, design capabilities as Future Shop in the United States. So super fan of the week, finally. Well, well, well. Looks like we got ourselves a Live at 605 super fan. That's it all. Help me actually produce these gifts for John, which then became known to John that I did it, was one friend, Brittany. So she came to bat and actually put all of this together with me um, down in San Francisco, which we're so lucky enough to have her there, and then ended up shipping all of the contents back up to us. So it was really, really sweet because she had to do it on like her off hours and whatnot. And so I thought it was really awesome because Three months later, almost, you got your birthday present. Yeah, and they're so cool. I'll post a picture of the sticker on the mm-hmm. Facebook page. Yeah. I got one on my computer, and we got to find time to go around the city and put them up. So totally. If you see them, we'll tell you where we put them up. Take a picture, and I'll send you a shirt. Done. Maybe. Uh, so, I'm losing my voice, but let's just talk about the rest of uh, my dad's week, and then one hmm. this bad boy. So, Friday was a lot of fun. Saturday, he was he was busy that weekend. He yeah, came down from like Friday to Wednesday, I think, and mm-hmm. he saw a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Saturday, he went out and about with my aunts, his sisters, mm-hmm. and then we ended up meeting up with him Saturday evening to go over to my other aunt's house, mm-hmm. Aunt Jay, and the four of us went there and hung out for a bit, caught up. Uh, she gave you her golf clubs, which, which is, is really, really cool. sweet. And then we all went out to dinner to this really great restaurant called... The Local. The Local, which is a few locations around Toronto. And this one was uh, up around St. Clair. Yeah, it's like in Midtown. So that was a lot of fun. And it's always just... It was like a rooftop bar. A rooftop bar. I'm like, oh, I want to do more of these this summer. Super swag. And the food was delicious. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Then we got home. I remember, I think we watched like three episodes and lost that. So night, good. So good. And then Sunday, I felt so bad because one of the other things my dad wanted to do was come and watch a, a softball game I had. I know. 
but because the schedules ended up being a little bit wonkier, I'm supposed to play every Sunday. I didn't play last Sunday, so I was like, oh, we're actually off this weekend, yeah. so like a bye week. So we ended up going to the driving range, which is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You guys did. I had yeah. to stay home and work for a bit. Yeah, so we went to the driving range and socked some balls, but it was funny. It's like, you know when you play golf, it's supposed to be really quiet and you're supposed to concentrate because it's one of the hardest sports mm-hmm. to play. We went to the Toronto dock area. And was there not an EDM concert going on there? What? So I wish I took video, but as we're golfing, it's just like, <laughs> nts, nts. <laughs> it's like one of those crazy beach parties and there's like airplanes flying over yeah. top of us. So I'm like, oh, I, I just sucked that day. Like I couldn't hit the ball to save my life. That's okay. You were good in the batting cages. I crushed the ball that day, which was good. Mm-hmm. So we did that, came back home, hung out again with him on the balcony, and had mm-hmm. some drinks, and the three of us went out to dinner to... Mm-hmm. uh bush Fun to say and fun to eat at. Mm-hmm. I love their pizza there. They have a cool... Scissor knife. Scissor knife thing. And yeah, so that was a, a condensed version, but it was a lot of fun that weekend. Mm-hmm. I was just glad. I think my dad and I have been going to at least at least eight summers of baseball games. Mm-hmm. And oddly enough, he's the good luck charm. So I think out of the eight years we've gone, I've been to maybe one loss. But this is the first one you and I went to together that they won. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's the good luck charm. Like, we went to a game two years ago, which I think was 18 innings. We actually won that game, which was crazy. Ew. So is there anything else you want to talk about before we end this thing? Or? Uh, no, I'll save my stories. Yeah, we got lots of stories, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're deep into this one, so... Uh, I have the band of the week this week. I loved your Joseph last Isn't, week. Isn't aren't they great? Yeah, and next week if you want, you can have the band of the week. Why don't we just like switch? Yeah, we'll keep switching out. I will say I think it was like this month because I got to finally do the band of the week. I also went on like a buying concert ticket rampage a little bit. Like you bought some. I didn't even know you bought Kanye tickets. I think you told me randomly. Yeah, I don't remember why I told you, but we're gonna go see. When Kanye. is it? Uh, it's basically two days after we get back from San Francisco. Okay, so basically in the next month, John and I have the following concerts. Uh, Wiz first, Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa. No, no, wait. First is the Beatles fifty. Yeah. Which is the anniversary tour of the first time they performed in Toronto at Maple Leaf Gardens, which is now Loblaws. Yeah. And so we're doing that uh, classic albums live with our friend Rob. Then we go to San Francisco to see Wiz Khalifa and Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Then we come back, and then we go see Kanye West. Yeah. Do we know who's opening for him? Not yet. Okay. Then two weeks later, we go see Jenny Lewis and the Watson Twins. Yeah. So I feel like this And then we have Fantagram. Oh, and then we have Fantagram. So it's going to be a really awesome musical... Um, couple of weeks, which is amazing, but I like to illustrate, like, look at the diverse genre of music we're going to go see. Exactly. It's so, all over the place. All over the board. And so two bands I'm still dying to see. One of them I would love to see more than other. They're on my bucket list mm-hmm. is uh, Daft Punk, mm-hmm. but the band of the week sounds an awful lot like Daft Punk, and that's Justice. Justice. Or Justice, yes. depending on what part of the world you're from. They had a really big album a couple of years ago. Audio, video, whatever mm-hmm. it was called. They're awesome. They sound. They're like electronic dance music. They sound mm-hmm. like Daft Punk, mm-hmm. and they have a brand new song that just came out called Safe and Sound, mm-hmm. and I've been <laughs> in love with like it. Like the band. Or no, the song, song was called... Safe and Sound by yeah. whatever that group yeah. is called. They've actually been the band of the week before. Oh. Because they have a song called Farrah Fawcett Hair with Andre 3000. I like that song. And it's awesome. What the hell is their name? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Anyways, Safe and Sound's name of the song. They have a new album coming out. I don't know when. There's not many details. Mm-hmm. But this could be like a song of the summer type of song. It's just like dancey, catchy. Mm-hmm. And no better time than to do it right now in the dead of summer. So... Song of the Week by the Band of the Week is Safe and Sound by Juice Dees. Mm-hmm. 
So all the ways to get in contact with our asses, facebook.com slash live605, and follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. And I'm at ValGomez23. And by the way, my good tweet this week during the uh, Republican convention, yeah. so we noticed there's all white people, yeah. my tweet was, I haven't seen this many white people in one room since week three of The Bachelorette. Thank you very much. Drop the mic. Uh, so yeah, until next week, I'm your boy John. I am your girl Val. Be easy. Where should we go for food? Only Chucks. Okay.
John Mallon. And Val Gomez.